Greetings, everyone here. Omar started a new podcast called Courtside Speak, the inaugural episode. Typically, I'd have four people with me working here, but somebody's gone today. So I have three other gentlemen here today. If you guys would take the time to introduce yourselves. Hey, what's going on? Um, my name is Lexton. And, you know, we're just here to talk some hoops. What's up, y'all? My name is Feliz. Uh, yeah, like... Like Lexon said, here to talk about some basketball today. So, yo, <laughs> my name is Michael. We talking hoops, like they said. That's right. All right. Let's get to it. So today we're going to spend some time discussing the NBA draft. If we can keep it in time, we'll also discuss some free agency moves. But for now, we want to keep it focused and centric on the NBA draft that happened not too long ago. We'll go team by team and just discuss what we thought. Uh, over here. So let's start. The first team we're going to start with is the Philadelphia 76ers. What y'all thought on? They only had one pick in the first round. What y'all thought on how they did in the NBA draft specifically? Sixers. What did they? They picked like Paul Reed or something, right? They picked. They, yeah, they drafted Springer in, with the 27th yeah. pick, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah they drafted Jaden no, with the 27th pick. 27th, 27th pick, they drafted Jaden Springer. I personally, me personally, I really like the move because his specialty is defense and shooting the three ball. He's got to work on his behind the game a little bit. But that's, as if right now, the way Philadelphia is constructed, returning back with Ben Simmons again, I don't think they need to worry too much about another ball handler. But another guy who could shoot the three ball very well. I thought he shot 43%, 44% around there from deep. So he was very good from downtown uh, in his uh, college season. So. I really like to pick. Plus, the defense is is, is very important too. Yeah, Sixers got one of the better defenses, and I definitely haven't helped with the floor spacing with Joel Embiid because that's one thing they improved upon this year, and Embiid was able to have his best year. So to add more shooters, you space the floor more, and they'd be look, looking like he should help the team more. Thing what they're gonna do with Ben Simmons? Maybe he can play a bigger role. Yeah, I also just noticed that they took. Uh... What's his name? They took this center called Charles Bassey. I think that's how it was said. In the with in the second round with the fifty third pick. I don't really know too much about him. But uh yeah, I think Springer will will be pretty good for the Sixers long term. Especially with all the Ben Simmons trade rumors going on. He I think he has the potential to be a starting point guard for them, so yeah, we'll we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I mean what's his name? Daryl Morey is a genius, man. He's going to defensive Defensive uh, squad, uh, juggernaut. Yeah, in Philly right now because you got with C. Steibel, you got Ben Simmons and Bead. You're surrounded with guys like Springer, great three and D players. That's that's great. That's unbeatable. So I mean, no, depending on how Ben Simmons is gonna develop, of how Springer is gonna develop, I think you can see something really good there. Right, I agree with you there. Uh. But Daryl Morey got a lot on his hands already this offseason, how it's going on. But the next team I want to move on to is the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they had, I believe, two selections. They draft, They had their own pick, and then they traded up again to get a second one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cam Thomas was his Cam name? Cam Thomas, and then they took uh, De'Ron Sharp yeah. with the 29th pick in the first round. Cam Thomas is looking like one of the steals. I think he won the co-MVP for the Summer yeah. League today, and he had led the 
summer league in points per Tyler game. Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beast in what's it called in college as well. Great three point shooter. Oh yeah, he shot. He's a good shooter. Good yeah, score. He's a score. He's a scorer. But the pick I specifically liked the most was Sharp because they they need a big man, and not only that, he's one of the better defenders yeah. that was drafted in the first round. So yeah. Felice, how you feel about Sharp? Well, you know, I'm a I support UNC, so I know a lot about Sharp. I got to watch him a lot last year, and yeah, he's a really good uh, rebounder and defender. So. And that's something that they lacked last year. You know, DeAndre Jordan, not really playable at times. Blake Griffin isn't really, like, you know, like the center you kind of want playing, like, the whole game. And who else? They they have James Johnson now. He could play some small ball five, right, I think? Yeah. So, yeah, adding adding some size. Oh, I forgot about Claxton. But, yeah, adding some, some, some height. Rebounding defense is is good for them, especially with teams like the Milwaukee Bucks. If they f- face like the Sixers, those are pretty big teams. So, gonna need some height. I mean, the thing is, though, are they going to get these guys straight up, straight out there, or are they gonna wait some time and slowly build them into their roster? Because you have a really deep roster. And do you want to sacrifice some players' minutes to play these guys, or do you want to just like develop them? The I think uh, Dayron Sharp probably won't play that much his first season, but I think I think there's there's a chance Cam Thomas could play because uh, yeah, if you look at their the Nets roster, I don't really besides like Patty Mills, who else do they have for like guards? Like, did they the resign Mike James? I don't think they resign Mike James today. Yeah, they didn't resign Mike James. No, no, uh, Chris Chioza went to the Warriors, I think. Uh, obviously, they lost Dinwiddie. Oh, they have Bruce Brown, but isn't he? he could but he's not really on ball. He plays more like yeah. a like a he's point, an off like a power forward, a little power forward. Yeah, he's more of like a cut to the rim kind of player. He can't really shoot like that. So, yeah, they still have Tyler Johnson. Tyler, jo- yeah, do they just still have him? Yeah, I think they had Tyler Johnson and Chris. No, oh, Chris Chioza left. Yeah, he oh, went he to left? the Warriors. Oh, yeah. He sounded like a one-year deal. Yeah, I think Thomas pretty much can be a spark right away because, you know, you know how the Nets are on offense, on offense, and he should be able to make an impact, especially with the – he already has – he's going to have three of the best offensive players in the league on his side, so it should make his job a lot easier. Yeah. And also with uh, the big three, they – you saw last year that Kyrie missed a lot of games. Harden got an injury. Durant got an injury. Like, they all missed a lot of time. So, having someone like Cam Thomas that could score, like, at any given second, give you a spark off the bench, that's a, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, for sure. Now, moving on to the New York Knicks. The Knicks was one of those teams where I genuinely disliked what they did on draft day. I didn't get the sense of trading down to 25. I know they got a future next year first-round pick that's protected. But they had the chance to draft Jalen Tom, Tom, uh, Jalen Johnson. I said Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, which I mean, depending on the person, like some people had him mid lottery, some people had him in the twenties, some people had him late lottery. But the reality is, I felt like when the Knicks had a chance to draft him around nineteen to twenty, because I believe he was taking pick twenty. Yeah, he was uh, taking pick twenty, and they had nineteen, and they traded out. Right for Grimes. Now, don't get me wrong, Grimes will fit the system. He he's a great three point shooter. Uh, he brings defense as well, so he's kind of like a three and D player. Uh, which will, will help, you know, Julius Randle and how good he is of a playmaker. But at the end of the day, I felt like 
trading down when you had a player like Jalen Johnson available. I think you should just take a flyer on him, give him a chance. Yeah, and uh, when they were still at 19, like uh, they even Kai Jones is on the board. I don't know if he really would have fit there, anyways. But they picked it. Yeah, he got traded to the Hornets yeah. too. Then you you see you got Kai Jones, Jalen Johnson, Keon Johnson, Isaiah Jackson all on the board. I mean, I guess yeah, they do like need like a point guard for the future, but I don't know. They had a really weird draft. Yeah, just trading down, which was weird to me, but. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like they. They don't seem like they have much any more. They need like a playmaker. Their best playmaker is Julius Randle. So. Right, Grimes is 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 not like his 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 handling ability and playmaking ability is a bit shaky. He's more of like a spot up shooter, and defending. So he doesn't even bring that, which was just yeah. interesting to me that they would trade down when there was options for them to draft. I would have gone for the top five passer of all time. Who, who's that? Sharif O'Neal. Sharif. Sharif top five of all time. Okay, well, yeah, you're about to be oh, a top five Stop it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you just want to watch and see. You're not even going to be the best passer on this team. Uh, yeah, I don't think, how do you, yeah, exactly. He's got Trey Young to deal with. I mean, I mean that's Trey Young. Yeah, but is Trey Young a top five passer yeah. all the time? Oh, stop it. <laughs> all right. Now that you actually did mention the Atlanta Hawks, anyway. they are the next team uh, to discuss thoughts on the Atlanta Hawks draft. Um... Great draft. So they took Jalen Johnson at twenty, and then they got Sharif Cooper in the second round at like forty-seven, I think. Yep. Uh, where was he taken? Yeah. He was at the end of the second round, if I recall correctly, around there. He was taken at forty-eight. Yep. All right. At forty-one. Oh, yeah, 48. So Jalen Johnson, um, unfortunately, he was a Duke player. I don't really like those guys, but uh, <laughs> he's a uh, he can play either forward spot and. Wasn't there like a rumor that uh what's his face? Uh Cam Reddish could like potentially get traded? Wasn't that circulating around? Oh uh, yes or... there was that they would try and trade him, but that was before the draft. They wanted some draft picks back, but they didn't, so I don't think they'll trade him anymore. But yeah, Jalen Johnson like 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 a month ago was like projected to be like in the top like fifteen. So and I like yeah. his game. He could be a he could be a really good four for them off the bench. I thought they had a magnificent draft. Even with the fact that they didn't have much good picks, they they needed some forward depth. They needed a guy who could rebound. Jalen Johnson obviously isn't the biggest. He's only like six nine, but he's he's a he's a great rebounder. So they needed that. Especially I believe uh, Onuki is injured till January, right? He had like soldier surgery or something. And, I'm not so uh, sure about that. And then they got their backup point guard in Sharif Cooper. So they yeah. they had a great draft. I mean. The- the fact that they got Sharif Cooper at pick forty-eight is is mind-boggling. I mean, I think we can all agree he was the steal of the draft because yeah, no, of that. I, I, they got great they got great really value at their spots. Like pick twenty for Jalen Johnson and then pick forty-eight for Sharif Cooper. And yeah, yeah, like they were good. I mean, they got Sharif Cooper's gonna be a perfect like backup for Trey Young so he can run the offense, and then you got Jalen Johnson. Yeah. But is Sharif Cooper really like gonna play in his first year? Because don't they they resigned Lou Williams? So yeah, they do got a lot of guards. Lou but Williams. I think he will play. Yeah, they have a lot of guards. What's it called? And what are players too? Jalen Johnson. Are they gonna like trade Clint Capella? Uh, no, I don't think so. They need actual depth at that position. So I think they're gonna. Yeah. And they have that. They have that one dude, yeah. uh, Kongwu. He's out till January. Yeah, he's injured. So. Oh, that's probably why they didn't they acquire Tristan Thompson. 
Yeah, yeah. that's probably why. Yeah, they need big stuff. So. They need depth at that spot. Mm -hmm. uh, on to the Washington Wizards now. I thought I, I'll give them. They got Corey Crisper at pick 16, right? 15. Well, yeah, they, they got him at 15, and then they got Isaiah Jackson via trade from the – oh, wait, no. He got – Isaiah Jackson got tra – they traded him. My bad. They traded him to the Pacers for, like, Aaron Holiday, I think, and, like, a second. Right, so they got Corey Crisper. I mean, he's going to come in and instantly help out. He's one of those guys who probably doesn't have the highest upside, but he'll come in and instantly help out. So I, I, I think they had a solid draft, nothing crazy. They didn't try to do anything crazy either. Uh, yeah, uh, Corey Kisper is like really good shooter. Yeah, decent score. I think he'll he'll help the Wizards out right away. I don't think he'll end up being the best player, but he could be a solid role player, and that's. I mean, you could you can never be mad at that. Exactly, especially at pick fifteen. It's not like you're expected to draft some bona fide superstar. superstar. Yeah. yeah. He's a forty-four. Yeah, he's a forty-four percent shooter from three. Yeah. Corey Kisper. And probably the best shooter in the draft. Yeah, he might be. He yeah. actually might and be. And uh, I think Duarte are they're like the two best shooters coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think they just did solid. They did just fine. Nothing. They really expect them to do anything extra. Obviously, they have their their whole Bradley Bill scenario going on. Oh, I just I just saw that they got Isaiah Todd as well from in the in the top of the second round. Got traded to them via the Pacers. Oh, for the Isaiah Johnson trade, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, Isaiah. Jo yeah. Not bad. Yep. And on to the next team actually was uh, unless uh, Michael, you had any thoughts on uh, the Wizards? On the Wizards? No, nah, no. Nah, I mean the Pacers. I thought this is. I mean, I like their first uh, drafting Darty. I liked it because they. They're low-key kind of a weird team. They're kind of in between kind of rebuild phase or do we try and go all in? They have uh, Brogdon, an all-star caliber player. They have Sabonis. They have Miles Turner, which his situation is kind of weird. But I think hiring Rick Carlisle kind of says to me that they're trying to compete now. So I think they're going to keep him on board. I don't know why they would get rid of him. Uh, so I really like the Duarte trade, yeah. bringing someone in who could help shoot. But I don't I don't like the Isaiah Johnson trade, uh, draft pick too much. Considering the fact like he's literally a Miles Turner, except for without as good of a shooting as he is. I'd say there's only like one issue they had drafting Duarte, and that's the fact that he's already like he's already like twenty four, almost twenty five. Yeah. And I mean, I guess he got experience and he's older and he is he is really good. Like he is one of the better players, I think, in the draft with his age. I mean, he's already he's was he the oldest player in yeah, the draft? He, he might have been. Um, is he like twenty four? Yeah, he's twenty four. He's born in nineteen ninety seven. But he, I mean, he's really good, so I think he'll help the Pacers. It's just kind of a team that's like, they don't really look like they're a team right now that's in win now mode. So like, I mean, he's uh, a guy that's a immediately get out there, right? And give you buckets, so that's great for them. Yeah, and I know about him. Obviously, watching him at Oregon, so he's he's really good shooter. He's a really good shooter, good scorer. And, uh, he'll probably yeah. he'll help them right away. I mean, I would have liked to see him go to like maybe a little bit of a better team. Like like you guys said, the Pacers are kind of in like that middle ish range, like what, what they call the purgatory. Yeah, the middle purgatory the, where you don't want to be. Yeah. yeah, like they're not bad enough to get a top pick, but they're also not good enough to get like a really good playoff spot. So, right. Yeah, that that's that's like the worst place to be in the NBA. Yeah. And then next was the Hornets. I thought the Hornets uh, 
their biggest weaknesses was going in. They lacked the center. Uh, thoughts on their draft? Dude, they got they got so many players from trades and everything. They got Kai Jones, JT Thor, Kai Jones, JT Thor. That was one. Um, Scotty Lewis. And well, they didn't draft him, but maybe they'll add Leandro Ball to the team. Yeah. Doubt it, but right, he he wasn't drafted. Um, they they added a lot of people. Like, I love the guy Jones drafting though. Yeah, I really like, like yeah. Jones. They needed a center too. Like they they needed a big. Good lord, they got they got athletic yeah. freaks all over that team right. for the free Hornets. Like with Kai Jones is a big risk, you know. Also, because he needs to do a better like floor understanding of where he's at. But at the same time, it's like you have to take a chance. You don't have any uh, good bigs on their roster. They had they had to bring someone in and trading up to number nineteen and being aggressive. I think that was the right move. Yeah, and also like you had Book Knight, who's like one of the best scorers in the draft. And oh yeah. With Terry Rozier, I think his contract expires uh, this year or next year. I think he has two games left. I'm not sure. I remember. But his contract is running up, so like, you know, if he were to leave. Hypothetically speaking, like you have Book Knight right there, he could step up, he could take over that shooting guard spot. Yeah. You got your backcourt for the future right there. Yep. With Lamelo sure. and Book Knight. And Lamelo's more of a passing guard; he's not too keen on scoring, so I think they'll fit well. Yeah. yeah. Could be their go-to score in the future. Uh, then the Raptors. Thoughts on the Raptors? <laughs> they, they obviously had probably the most shocking pick of the draft. I mean, yeah. he's a good pick, though. I'm not even going to lie. Scotty Barnes, great yeah, defensive yeah. guy. Great shooter. My problem isn't really, they, they like, the out. pick. It's just, like, the way their roster is constructed right now. They have so many forwards. It's, like, right. really weird. Like, I like Scotty Barnes a lot. Yeah, and that's what kind of made me kind of wonder, like, what their what the Raptors front office, like, situation is. Because Barnes is, like, a forward. So, like, what were they going to do with, like, Siakam? Are they going to maybe trade him? Or how's Barnes going to fit yeah. right in? I mean... They got and they just traded. What's his name? Right, Lowry. Barnes is kind of like a Siakam player. Like I feel like, would you, like he's kind of that in that kind of prototype. He's a forward, kind of do it all right. a little bit. That's why. That's why it was so shocking. Because because we we kind of knew that Lowry was gonna leave. So it was like, okay, well they're definitely gonna right. pick. I, Suggs. I'm kind of yeah. shocked they passed on Suggs. I personally think Suggs was the right choice. Like 110 percent, he could have been a top four. Yeah. I think, so I was a bit shocked that they took him. I do. Think Barnes is gonna. Be very good though, and I think he will end up being worth the pick. So you think uh, right pick was Scotty but, Barnes, or I, I don't know honestly. Like I think I think obviously time will tell. But like originally, when you think about losing Lowry, then you would think initially that Jalen Suggs should be the your guy. Then again, but, they also they still uh, they have Fred Van Fleet. I know he's more of like a shooting guard now. They have uh, right. Malachi Flynn, so he'll probably get a chance to get more minutes now. Yeah, but they have a lot of good wings on that roster. It's actually insane. I mean, I honestly think that they should have, if they were, like, their plan was to get Scotty Barnes, they should have just traded Siaka. I don't, I don't really see a point yeah. of having both of them on the same team. I mean, I guess you take the, uh, you you take the best one of it. I was wondering what they're going to do with Siaka, like, whether they're going to trade him or not. I I, I thought that, uh, what what's the guys, what's their... Mathai? Uh, GM. Talking about Masai? Yeah, he. I thought there was like uh, rumors or things going around that he he wasn't. He's not looking to trade Siakam. Those are just kind of rumors going around. But 
I mean, with Scotty Barnes, it just kind of raised an eyebrow right. to me. I agree too. Like yeah. I didn't see that coming. But nonetheless, like the more the merrier. You got to take who's the most talented. So you can't really take. Yeah. Um, right. You can, like that's when you're the first pick. You don't worry about fit. You worry about best player available. Right. That's the right yeah. mentality always. Yeah. Uh. So now on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I I don't think you go wrong. They got Mobley, so you can't you can't do anything wrong. They got oh. that guy Anthony Davis of the future. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I uh can't wait to see what they do. Cleveland. I really like Mobley because of his um his def- his defensive potential is insane. Uh, if he develops uh like consistent low post game. He's he's gonna be the next Anthony Davis, and you have you have yeah. him and Jerry Allen like that, really good interior defense right there. Yeah, yeah, and and you got a for the Cavs situation with Mobley. I was kind of wondering, like you know you know the the things going around with the team not really liking Sexton, thinking he's kind of like yeah. a ball hog. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like they would trade him and kind of just have Garland as their point guard. And Mobley can has more room to grow without Sexton. Right, but I, I mean, think. at this point in time, I don't, I don't think I'm trading Sexton. I don't, I don't, think... don't see any market right now. Like, who would they trade him for? What, yeah, what so, team really needs like uh, a guard that would take a like chance Sexton, a lead guard, someone who needs the ball in his hand. Yeah, but Mo- Mobley, I personally thought that he was the second best player in the draft. Hmm. Um, but I, mean, I didn't watch a ton of Jalen Green in the G League. Because I also like watch college ball a lot, but um, he is automatically a two-way player right, right off the bat. He's a Pac-12 Defensive Player yeah. of the Year, I think, and he's a pretty good scorer for sure. Yeah, I like his face-up game a lot. Low post game needs some work, but his face-up game is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, seen. it's tough to guard a seven-foot official from anywhere on the. Yeah, he is a little. Small, two fifteen, yeah. so maybe bulk yeah. up a little bit. Cavs looking nice. They got uh, Garland, Sexton, Mobley, Allen. So that's a good young core. Right, good starting five. They're in. They're in a good scenario. And even if they want to like go, maybe grab a superstar or something. They have the what the pretty much. Right, you got to get right. out of that Kevin Love you contract, right. which that's, that's harder than. Yeah, yeah they need to figure out how to get off that. Yeah, he's got like what, like two or three years left. Mobley should start over Love, and you should have Jared Allen and and Mobley in front court. To be honest, go crazy and start three centers on the court. There's no reason for Kevin Love to be starting, to be honest. Yeah, no, he shouldn't be. He he should play the backup center. I think he'll either get like traded for like literally almost nothing, and or he'll just get bought out in the future. Yeah, I don't think so. Wasn't there also issues with him and the team chemistry-wise earlier in the season? Like that one <laughs> video, Kevin Love. Kevin, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't think, I don't see any future with Kevin Love. He just, at this point, he just yeah. doesn't fit on the team, but rating him is going to be a hassle because of his contract. kind of wish LeBron would have, or, I mean, can't even say LeBron. I kind of wish that. He forced himself out of the team instead of re-signing that contract right. for five yeah. years because he could have been great. Like I think people were wanting him to go to Portland. Oh yeah, yeah. Been... There's been rumors of that for years. We could have taken him, but I I don't want him anymore. 
Um, yeah. Okay, let's let's move on to the Orlando Magic. I thought they had after Houston. I thought draft. they had the second best draft. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jalen Suggs and, and uh, uh, Wagner, one of the yeah, Franz Wagner. Yeah. Frank Wagner. I think yeah, a lot of right. people um, maybe the best defender in this draft class with his switchability. He's six nine, but apparently, according to him, he grew two inches. So he's six eleven, according to himself. So that's that's even more problems, and he could shoot too as well. Large wingspan as well. So yeah, selfless, gets the ball up. So I mean, I mean, you you get when you get fortunate enough for Jalen Suggs to fall to you at five. I think you had yourself a pretty solid yeah. draft, and that's not even counting Wagner. You know? Yeah. The thing with them is that, and they got, they got you can speak. They got they got young players. The Magic. They got. I mean, they can stay healthy. They got what's his name? Uh, who didn't play Isaac? this year? Jonathan Isaac, right? Um, I love Isaac. He's so good. Um, I mean, they got Fultu was playing pretty good before he got hurt. Small sample size, but maybe he can keep that up. They got they got a young yeah. core who could be pretty they have good. Like Ten first round picks on their current roster. If you look at it, yeah. they have Cole Anthony. They have Fultz, R.J. Hampton. Now they have Suggs. Oh yeah, I forgot they got Wendell they got Carter Wendell too. Carter. Right now, they still right? have Bamba. Yeah. Got, they got rid of Vucevic, which was good they for got, them, I they think. They have uh, Chuma KK, I think that's how his name is said. They have Isaac. They have a lot of talent on their team. So even if, like, half of those guys don't pan out, like, if five of them do, then that's that's pretty good. Finally, yeah. they're, like, committed to rebuilding. Yeah. And then the Pistons, onto them, obviously, they got fortunate in the lottery and got the opportunity to select Kate Cunningham. Which in and of itself is, <laughs> and they got Luca. So Garza, the fifty-second pick. Right, so they, they got yeah. what? Did they have two All NBA guys on the All NBA rookie team? Did they have two, two of their players? Yeah, I think Luke Garza won like what's it called, like College Player of the Year last year. Yeah, like, I don't know what that award is. Yeah, called, he, I'm pretty sure he won that. Or I believe he's a, uh, I mean he's like. He's what, like twenty three, but like he could contribute right away. I mean, he won't have the, the highest ceiling, yeah, he, but he's like extremely skilled for a big man. Yeah, I don't, you kind of look at him in college. It doesn't seem like how good he was in college is how it's going to be in the NBA. Like his game is just going to be translated in the NBA yeah, like that well. Do as good in the NBA, but, but his game is. He's not that athletic either. Yeah, no, he's like he's a back really to the skilled. Yeah, he's like pure back to the basket. Yeah, and he can shoot. Yeah, which is good. But they said like he's kind of he's not as you said not athletic, a bit slower. Yeah, he'll probably be a nuisance on defense though. But nonetheless, for the Pistons, yeah. they're like building a young, exciting team. Yeah, yeah, I believe in their future. Yeah, Killian Hayes got Cade. So that's. I mean, you know, nothing really has to be said about Cade. We all know that. Um, I don't. Oh, yeah, continue. Um, so DK, and they got uh, Stewart, Jeremy Grant, yeah. like they had Kelly Olynyk, another good floor spacing big for them. Yeah, I mean they, they seem like a team that had zero hope, like just at the last year before they even last draft. And now all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> the future is really bright over in Detroit. Like that front office turned it around in less than. Is, oh yeah, uh, so is Dwayne Casey still their coach? Oh uh, yeah, they kept them. They yeah, they'll yeah. have to upgrade on that in the future. But I mean, I think they... you could do solid. Watch. Like, if you give Dwayne Casey a solid roster, 
because he technically did revive Toronto from being like a terrible uh, team. I mean, yeah, that that is true, but and Detroit isn't really fair on him. Like you had, he had to play Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, who wasn't all that healthy at the same time against the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs, and just wasn't fair. I I feel like Drummond is. Yeah, like it just wasn't a fair shake for him. I feel like, but now he has a chance. I feel like. Yeah, we'll see what he could do with all this young talent. How he develops them. Yeah. And then now on to the next team, which was the Denver Nuggets. I like their. What pick. did they really do? They they got like a late pick. They drafted Highland in like twenty fifth or around there, but they they yeah. need a point guard. He's a dynamic scorer. They needed that because Jabal Murray is going to be out for a lot of the season, still recovering from his ACL. Yeah. So he's kind of like going to fill his role. I feel like, and they still um they still have uh Monte Morris and Composer right at point guard. Yep, they got those two still. Yeah, so they they those three will hold the fort until Jamal Murray can come back. Yeah, see what they do. They resigned Rivers as well. Oh, yeah, they resigned Rivers, but he's I'm... like more of like a two guard now. Let's see Bobo play some point guard. Let's <laughs> see Bobo play oh, like period. <laughs> yeah, like how that. It's interesting. I feel like like last year with the injuries they had, maybe give him a shot or I don't know. I mean, he was good in that one game where he played small forward. They need to give what him was a that? And Yeah, that was like last year in the bubble, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But I also get there's no yeah. rush to have to make him play because they're always, they're always going to be a solid contender in the West. Yeah. Yeah, and they got, they got Jokic. So, I mean, they just kind of – I mean, the Nuggets are in a good spot. They're fully healthy. Yeah. You know, they'll yeah. – Michael Porter can stay healthy. I think they'll be, yeah, they'll people be, they'll be a really good team. People overlook Jamal Murray as a defender this season so hard. Like I wish that he would have stayed healthy to the playoffs to put everybody on notice because he was on like a whole different level than previous years. Like he was actually clamping, locking up straight. Like it was, I think he was even in Defense Player of the Year voting for yeah. times. Like for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at mm-hmm. first I was like, "Are you serious?" But then I actually like watched him and looked at his stats. Well deserved. Like th- this guy was. Hopefully, they still amazing, doesn't, great you know, closer. Take away that athleticism, mobility, yeah. lateral movement. Yeah, it's the one. So it's the Clippers. The Clippers took their pick was twenty one pick Keon Johnson. Yeah, I, uh, I like that pick because. Didn't uh he he set like the record for like the highest vertical jump so you can tell he's like extremely athletic and he's a he's a shooting guard right? He's, he yeah, play, he's he like a point guard. Forward? He's like six yeah. two or something. Oh. He's pretty. Oh, he's only six two. All like right. he's I'm pretty short. He's not yeah. But you know they taking taking somebody like that that's that athletic, especially with um they just traded Rondo and Patrick Beverly, so they lost some guard depth. Uh, Kawhi's obviously not playing this year. Well, I, I assume he's not going to play this year. For yeah. at least most of the year, if, so if they're he gonna is. Need, they're going to need as much help as they can get. Right. The one thing I don't like about this pick specifically is the fact that Keon Johnson is like, I thought he shot like 20-something percent from three. So, I mean, at the same time, though, I think going to the Clippers is a big benefit to him because they're like one of the best shooting team in the NBA. Yeah, they they had one of the highest three yeah, point percentages of all time for a team. And number one in free throw percentage in NBA history. So, yeah, he'll he's in a good so spot. They, they'll they'll help him out with that. Yeah, for hopefully. sure. He's in. He's at a good area. Uh, th- so the next team is the Memphis Grizzlies. 
I yeah, I I, I had to personally if I had to give him a grade, I'd give him an F. I thought they reached they had two trades to get into the first round. They moved up to ten, but that was included in the Steven Adams trade. And they moved back into thirty. I thought they reached massively with both of their picks personally. It's at least they got rid of uh wait, did they get rid of Bledsoe? Yeah, yeah, they did with the draft. That was after with uh Beverly. Right. Yeah. yeah. They also they took um, BJ Boston, but then they traded him. Who did they take? They, Zaire, yeah, they, they, take they, got, they took Zaire Williams, and yeah. you had Luke Knight still players, on the board, Chris Duarte yeah. still on the board. They could have taken Kiss like they could, for for a team like Memphis, like that they're they're so young. They probably, uh, they probably want someone with like more experience. Duarte yeah, would like, be nice. They probably Actually. want uh, a rookie like Duarte or Kispert that they can contribute right away. You know they were in the playoff. They were in the play-in. Yeah. Like last year, so last yeah, season. had like an up and down season as well, like yeah. in college. So I was very interested. There's, I feel like there were better guys to take at pick ten, especially if they traded up. Yeah, they might not have. They didn't do so good in the draft, but I think I think still as a team, they're still in a they're pretty really good spot because yeah. you know they didn't have Jaron Jackson most of the year. So they could still I be a, a I feel playoff like they caliber got, team this year. That's considerably worse than last year because I I don't like any of the trades they made except for the Bledsoe one. I didn't like any other trade they made. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they yeah they, they I expected yeah. more from I them. I think I think their roster got worse, but if you look in the long run, they have a lot of young talent, so I think they'll be fine in the long run. Yeah. Probably like next year they won't be as and good. I, I, I do think that as long as Jaron Jackson stays healthy, that like they'll look like a a good team with that because Darren Jackson is a really good player. He just kind of never got in his rhythm this year because he came back so late. Yeah. I think maybe maybe they could be a playing team. Who knows? The Warriors. I that they, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, my other bad. Teams. I want to I'll finish your thought. Uh, they got obviously we got other teams in the Western now, so yeah, they could be taken out. But I mean, I still think they're they still have solid young players. I mean, John Morant's gonna be Dylan a star, Brooks obviously. Is a really good role player. Dylan Brooks is really good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, they probably got worse, but I still think that I don't. I'm not sure how much like if they'll be like significantly worse or noticeably better. But the, all I know is the NBA got better because the teams are going to be healthy. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be as easy for them. Uh, the next up is the Warriors. I thought they got great value uh, for where they picked. I thought Kuminga was a top five pick. They get him at seven. I thought Moody may have snuck into the top ten. They got him at. Oh. Yeah, they got Moody at fourteen yeah, or thirteen. 14. They, I, that was pretty crazy to me. Yeah, he, he's really good. Guys. Kind of like he's gonna make it they kind of had like, like all their rookies are like raw athletic guys that need some time to get adjusted to the NBA level. Like yeah, that. Uh, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really like a big fan of uh, the Warriors draft. Not because of the players that they took. Uh, more so because if you look at the way their roster is constructed, like you have Curry, you have Clay right. who's coming off two big injuries. They have Draymond who's aging. So I don't really think like they fit their timeline. So I'm just like confused okay. by those two picks. Are they trying to contend? Or are they that, not? Like agreed 100. percent I thought they should have traded the two picks and that team. Yeah, that, I thought they should have either traded the two picks. What? Uh, for like a star or just taking someone like I, I know there was rumors of like Davion Mitchell. I thought that would have that would have been a great pick for them. Yeah, or like uh, we just take Mitchell at seven though, because they'd have to pick. Uh, what pick was Davion Mitchell? Was he after pick? Te- uh, he, he was, was nine. Was so yes, yeah, so they'd have to. Yeah, I would have taken him at seven. You think you would take him over Kaminga? 
I mean, the thing with Kuminga is that, like, he's going to need time to develop. I mean, I think he has a really high upside, but, like, I just don't think he fits their timeline. So that's my problem. I don't know what they're, like, trying to do as a franchise right now. I agree. It's a similar thing with Wiseman. He, their timetable with him is just, it's just questionable. But, I mean, they can, I mean, they could develop quickly. I mean, you have Steph Curry who elevates an offense like no other. So if you, they could turn out to be like, I think Moses Moody is going to be like immediately pretty damn good though. I think that he's going to make an immediate impact being a good, uh, another nice three and D yeah. player for them, especially play regresses. Cause you never know how that's going to be with two or major injuries, gets, you know, injured again. I mean, they got, they got pool and they got yeah, booty as uh, a shooting guards. So even if Clay does get injured, I think they should be fine. Right. Like, I think overall as a team, as a roster, they, they damn yeah, proved from last year. But I think at the same time, the reason they picked these raw guys with high upside is if you were going to trade in the future for a superstar, I think teams would prefer those high upside guys, preferably to like yeah. Mitchell or something. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, that's I feel like that's some reason why they're picking those guys. Yeah, that was that was another thing. But they trade, there, there was the mm-hmm. Beal rumors or whatever. Like, they haven't done anything, and I'm not sure if they will because I think that, like, Bob Myers or someone said that they, they don't plan on doing that. There's something about that. They they want these guys for the future, but, again, like we said, the timetable, you have Steph Curry, you, you should be in win now. maximizing his prime, especially when you have Clay like, with his injury situation and Draymond isn't getting any younger. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on their draft. I agree 100%. I feel like they – like, I love the picks, but at the same time, I dislike – the, their draft in general because they need to surround Curry and Clay and Raymond with win now yeah. caliber stars. As yeah, it's like picks were good, but like when you look at the roster now, like, it kind of makes can you they question take on it. Brooklyn? Can they take on the Lakers but, who are continuing to load up on stars? I don't know, so they got to do the same. <laughs> uh, Spurs for their draft, they got Primo, I believe, at pick twelve of it. Yeah, that was a, that was like a huge reach. That yeah, was a shocker. One hundred percent. I I didn't like the pick. I felt yeah. like there's same thing as kind of Memphis did. There's better talent at pick twelve. They're hoping they could have taken they could have taken Moody if they wanted to. One hundred percent. I think that would have been right. a lot better. They would have yeah. gotten him. It would have been uh, especially especially since they lost um DeRozan. Like it's a nice little wing player to add to your rotation. I think I think the Spurs are going to be really bad next year. By the way. Yeah. No, they're they're kind of in rebuild mode. Their roster looks atrocious. They also signed Zach Collins for twenty two million. Yeah, That's how many, laughable. How many, how many years did he get? Three oh years. Yeah, he hasn't played in a while either, has he? That, I mean, that is... they signed. Yeah, and then they signed Doug McDermott, which like he's a solid role player, but it's like, where is he getting you? Like you're not your roster isn't good. Like that's a signing if like a content, a playoff contending team makes. All right, I you understand the logic behind it, but it's like it's the Spurs. Like their roster is like really bad right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I they're 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 that's probably why they reached on Primo. They wanna. They're hoping he can become something bigger than he is, and because it's rebuild time for San Antonio, they they're not in any position to compete. Definitely. Uh, the Pelicans. I like their draft personally. Uh, they yeah, got Trey Murphy. Murphy. Yep. I mean, they need a win now kind of guy, a guy who could shoot. You know, that translates instantly. A guy who could defend. And with Zion, already rumors, you know, circulating in the athletic piece that said he was unhappy and his family wanted out. You got to try and get guys that are going to help you win now and get you to the postseason. 
Yeah, I really like uh, Trey Murphy. He's a really good shooter, and that's gonna that's gonna fit well with um, Zion and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, and you know what was interesting with the Pelicans is kind of how, you know, obviously they lost Lonzo, but they they were kind of playing Zion as some kind of like a point forward at points towards the end of the season. So maybe they're just gonna kind of do that more now. Also, like Ingram can uh, handle the ball. Too. I mean, I, they got. They're a good team. It's just they got rid of. They got rid of. They uh, added Jonas as well. Stan Van Gundy. Right? Jonas. They got a new coach who can't be worse than Stan. And they, yeah, they got Jonas. Who? I mean, good lord. To get rid of Stephen Adams and get yeah, Jonas Valanciunas. That yeah, is. They lost Bledsoe too, by the is way. He, doesn't he get paid is, less than than Adams as well? Yeah. Like significantly less. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Adams has. A, and Young is willing to shoot a little bit more. Like he's he's willing to shoot a little teensy bit more, but it helps with the floor because Zion had horrible floor. Him and Jonas is also going to conflict too because Jonas is a monster back to the basket and down low in the floor. So and mm-hmm. I know people say like the shooting, but Jonas only attempts zero point nine threes a game. He's not like he's some sort of guy who just lets it rip from beyond the arc either. So yeah, he's not no like he's not a or cat or like something. That. So he's not gonna. Sit out here and give Zion space, but I like the fit better nonetheless. If you're gonna have uh someone who's gonna clog up the lane, you might as well have the the better player who could at least every once in a while step up and shoot. Especially since he gets paid way less. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, their cap space is gonna look pretty nice soon enough. And like he's not he's not a great defender, and I know the Pelicans already had a bad defense, but it's not like Stephen Adams was right. like some yeah. groundbreaking defender. So it's not like they lost. And they're gonna be defense yeah, Adams significantly. Not defense anymore. So I mean, it, they they got better yeah. overall. The Sacramento sure. Kings they got Mitchell at pick nine. That had, that's definitely gonna help their defense. They were the that they were they had the lowest rated defense in the league, even below. <laughs> oh, uh, below the Blazers. Feel like it, but they're not defending anybody. <laughs> they're they're giving a one twenty yeah. game. And Davion Mitchell, man, they. David Mitchell was clamping Pritchard in that championship game yeah, yesterday. I, yeah. That trade's interesting. Like He's, they have a loaded backcourt though. So I, I find it interesting that yeah. they'll spend another guard. Yeah. I yeah. thought I thought it was kinda weird because, fact, you know, you got you got Fox, you have Halliburton who's I I really like Halliburton oh, as a player. Sure. And then Buddy Hill too. Really but, which I think yeah. maybe by the trade deadline he gets traded or something. Yeah, there there's those rumors cir- circulating. I he'll pre- yeah, he's probably going to stay. I don't see him staying with him. I don't think it does like healed. So maybe the Kings want to trade healed. But my my question is, how do you like with, with drafting Mitchell? How do you like fit them fit him in with uh, Fox and uh, Halliburton? You'd probably have to play Halliburton at the three or Buddy Hill at whatever he's on the floor. Yeah, or remove both and then just have him at the two. I mean, I like I really like Davion Mitchell. I just don't think like yeah, I like him. But he they kind of send him to a team which is full of lottery backcourt picks. So yeah, but then again, when you're when you're the Kings, they've been an embarrassment of a franchise for like over a decade now. Like yeah. you kind of just have yeah. to take like the best player available. Yep. I think right. at that at that spot, you can't really be mad with taking Davion Mitchell. One hundred percent. And then the OKC Thunder, they got Josh Giddey at pick thirteen, right? Um, yeah. I said pick thirteen, no, pick six. Yep. What am I pick talking six. about? Yeah, they got him at yeah, pick six. Six, pretty good pick. And you know they got a million yeah. picks coming, so they're they're in a good position. If they're and not going to win Matt now, as they, well, got, like Trey they got Matt a as well in the first round. Yeah, they also uh, yeah. traded out of pick sixteen 
uh, to the Rockets in the Sangoon the, the Sangoon trade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was weird because they don't really like have a center now because yeah. they, didn't they just they traded Moses Brown? They did. They traded Al Horford. Al Horford. Mm-hmm. So like, who was who's their center? I don't know. I feel like Sangoon on that team could have been. Yeah. Yeah, like been pretty solid. 6'11", especially talented, skilled of a playmaker too. Yeah, especially with their their timeline, they're not going to be competing anytime soon. So if you take a player like Sangun who has high no, upside, no. like, I mean, why pass uh, on Kuminga though? Like, you had yeah, any, that's that's that was weird as well. You're literally, I get Giddy's. Don't get me wrong, Giddy's very talented, six eight can playmake, but still, it's like since you're already in a long rebuild, why not take the guy with much higher upside? Yeah, and just develop. Yeah, right. Kaminga Com- is somebody that fits their timetable a hell of a lot right. more than so the Warriors. It just confused me why OKC so, passed on him. I just didn't get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, Giddy's Giddy is pretty good, but yeah. I love I the He's also a little I bit agree. of a reach as well. Right. He wasn't really projected to go like that high. Right. At least from what I saw. Yeah, so. he wasn't. People always thought like Kaminga, Scotty Barnes, and the others. I didn't think Kaminga would fall out the top yeah. five. They were not. I didn't think Kaminga would fall to seven. I thought maybe like Scotty Barnes would be taken ahead. He'd be like six. I didn't think he would fall all the way to seven. Yeah, I thought, I thought OKC would end up with the choice of taking either Scotty or Kuminga. I didn't. I didn't think like they take Josh Giddy, but right. Sam Presti for you. Right, and then last, but it would be a just disrespectful and atrocious of me to say the least. The Houston Rockets who had the best, the best <laughs> draft. By I think by how how they turned it around, man. Because they got rid of when they traded Harden, it kind of seemed like they weren't getting much in return. Because they it seemed like they just got like what was his name Kelly Olynyk. They didn't really get much from it, but now they've really turned it around and done other things. And now suddenly you got Jalen Green, who is the I think a good replacement for Harden. Is he going to be as good as Harden? You know, probably not, but he could be, and he's going to be a superstar. I think. And you got uh, what's, they, they what's got, the, what? Yeah, Josh Christopher, yeah, Christopher. Pick, but they got Singoon, which is just a, a fantastic pick. I love the fact that they traded up and made sure he couldn't drop anymore. They they traded up sixteen and made sure they got themselves. So I, they got their front court of the future. And Woods yeah, don't forget my boy Usman Garuba. And then Garuba, yeah, he was supposed to be like nobody saw him falling below twenty, and they got him at twenty three. So it's like most of their picks yeah. they got at great value. The only thing I would say is I thought maybe Mobley would be would go second, but Jalen Green. I mean, watching him in the summer league and and the traits that continue on with you to the NBA is like drawing fouls. He was very good at going to the rim and, and getting himself fouls. Yeah, I I now think that Jalen Green was probably the correct pick because because you kind of look at it. Originally, you're thinking, wow, imagine a front court of Christian Wood Mobley. and uh, Evan Mobley. But now I'm kind of thinking, you know, maybe this Jalen uh, Jalen uh, Johnson and. Uh, or Jalen Green, sorry, Jalen Green and uh, Evan Mobley is going to be a freaking a good duo as well. I I think that I think they're going to be great. I think they could be in the playoffs oh, no in the next few sure. years. They I mean, are. I think Chris, Christian Wood is is an underrated. He, he's, he's how like old is Christian Wood? He's super young, yeah, right? Twenty five or twenty six. Oh, he's a little older than I thought, but he's still he's a star. He was a star this year, I think, before he got yeah. hurt. He, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you got Jalen Green, who I think is the perfect replacement, especially when you lose a player like James Harden, and now you have him. I'd say that that now you're in a lot better position than right. it looked yeah, like, like where we first the, traded Harden. The trade, the, the Harden trade wasn't looking that good. I mean, we got like four Nets picks and like four pick swaps, but freaking KD just resigned for four years, so 
Yeah, who knows how good those picks will be. Yeah. That quickly then, turned into something good with Jalen yeah. Green. So yeah, I, the Harden trade also uh, yeah, no. allowed us to uh, acquire Kevin Porter Jr. So, I mean, it's like I think right. that's a that trade basically allowed us co- to keep our pick that wasn't protected outside the top four and Kevin Porter Jr. So that's that's a that's a pretty good yeah. trade off. And while obviously you never want anybody to get injured, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise that Woods went out because you guys are winning a decent amount of games. The Rockets were doing really good when Christian Woods. Was yeah, we out. were we were like on a eight game win streak at one point. So if you with Christian Woods, maybe you don't make the playoffs, but at least you wouldn't be good enough to I feel like drop to two because you you had a decent chance of losing your pick. Wasn't it like thirty percent chance to drop to five? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we were supposed to have the number one odds, but once teams like the Magic and the Cavaliers started to like jump up the uh, the lottery, it was like getting kind of scary. Right, started to but, tank. They like traded all their good players and just benched all their good players. It was a yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, even if they don't, you know, make the playoffs, I don't think it's the end of the world. This is gonna be a a year where players start developing and right. then you know, next year your players. you can take I mean, that lead. Sengun is the one I'm really focused on because Jalen Green I expect to be good. But if Sengun can be can sh- kind of become that star center for them plus Christian Woods, I mean, that's yeah. going to take them from they, – they may have be like the Warriors, kind of build their own contending team from draft picks instead of having to go out and trade, you know. Yeah, and then Usman Garuba, I really – I like him. I don't think he'll ever be a starter for us, but I think he's like a he's a really good defender. Right, brings that My question with him is uh is his lack of a jump shot, but I think I think that can be worked on. One hundred percent. Uh people are like comparing him to Draymond Green. I don't know if he'll be that good, but Yeah, I don't know about that, but I mean but, yeah, and then Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher, even himself he said that he he sees himself kind of like a little bit as like Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Like he's a six five. He's got a six nine wingspan. I mean, you, I mean, y'all saw what he was doing to Kate Cunningham in the summer league. It's gonna be fun to oh, watch yeah. Houston. They may not win yeah. many games, but they're they'll but be, they're gonna be entertaining. Team. Like they're gonna be a fun team to watch. Hopefully, we can go out there and we can just com- be, be a competitive team. Right. I mean, it'd be perfect to make the playoffs here first Jalen year. You know, nothing better improving players than making the playoffs. But if that happened, I mean, yeah. it's still it's still a bright future as it is. Yeah. Yes, I mean I don't think they got much to worry about this year. I mean, if you don't, if you can say you missed the playoffs, not a big deal. If you get if you if you see positive development from your players, then I'd say you're looking at a successful season, yeah, even if you know don't make the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, the, I think suddenly now the Rockets yeah, have yeah. one of the brightest Rockets futures. Rockets in Detroit, both of their front offices went from horrific situations to. <laughs> yeah, it's, and that's right. just that weird how been quickly that happened. For like Houston, it was like five six months ago when. Everything go terrible. Yeah, everybody was just saying, "Wow, now Houston, you know, Houston, did, they're in a terrible situation. They just lost James Harden for practically yeah, people, nothing." People were saying that we should have uh, traded for Lavert and Allen, but then if we trade for those two guys, will we keep our pick? Probably not. And then the Thunder would have had it. Lord knows who they would have gotten with that pick. Oh yeah, the Thunder so, would have yeah. like two top five picks, top six picks, pretty much. Yeah, because Sam Presti is a right. is a pick hoarder. Right, but yeah, awesome conversation. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys coming on, and we'll we'll be back next time with probably free agency talk since we weren't able to get to it this time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, for sure.